There was a lot of hoops last night for the ACC, and it let us know that there's an upswing to ACC men's basketball. But more than that, did we panic a little too early with North Carolina? Did NC State pull off a real upset? And is Florida State finally on the right path? Let's talk about it on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs. If you notice, that's big grin on his face. We're here for this Wednesday episode to talk a little ACC hoops. Got a lot to go over, but more than that, we always want to make sure that you guys are locked and loaded when it comes to our great deals around our network. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com using promo code locked on at checkout to get an extra $30 off your order. So, rock and roll with Kenton Gibbs here. And listen, all I got to say is ACC basketball is always going to be pretty darn good. So, there's no need to worry, no need to panic. But, you know, in the beginning of the season, we have a little stress going on about what the season may come out to. But it turns out things are going all right, Kenton. What would you say? First of all, I don't like you calling out me trying to check out my teeth in the uh, in the pre-production. And it, it just caught up. It caught me. The camera caught me off guard. But more importantly, more importantly, uh, yeah, ACC basketball is always going to be good. And, and we we always overreact early in the season. Right. When everything ain't going great, when our top teams look a little bad, all of a sudden, oh, God, what's going on? Are we a good conference? Oh, God, the middle of the pack teams are struggling. Oh, God, Louisville's terrible. So we're all terrible. Relax, relax. We saw it last year. We said, oh, the ACC is so bad. And then tournament time came and we half of the final four ACC teams. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, um, these teams will will figure it out. It's the nature of college basketball now that early in the season, the mid-majors kind of the mid-majors, the smaller schools, the schools that know that they're getting guys for four years, they have an advantage over many of the schools in the ACC um, because they have continuity. They have players who've been around in the program, in the system, running the same plays for forever, basically, as opposed to the ACC, where for the most part, a lot of our teams see it's a revolving door, year in, year out. So, you know, I, I think I think everybody needs to, and I hate to quote a Packer, but as Aaron Rodgers said, relax, we'll be all right. There's so many other people that you could have quoted with that, but it's okay. We're going to start and going over today's games. I know it, it pained you to have to quote Aaron Rodgers. That's why I said that. But let's start with NC State, who faced off against a really good Furman team, but it was the Wolfpack that came away with the victory, 92-73. And I'm just sitting here saying, NC State, quiet as it's kept, not doing bad so far this season. You know, I, here's the thing. I... After that Miami loss, after that blowing that large lead at Miami, I too. Did you give up on? Did you give up? I didn't give up on the team. On mm-hmm. Coach Keats, yes. On Coach <laughs> Keats, I was 100% like, you know, there's nothing left here. Um, but I will say this. The out-of-conference, the ability to win games out-of-conference, the ability to beat good opponents out-of-conference, right? Uh, Furman being a a team that is pretty high in Kempom. I want to say they're 83 or something like that mm-hmm. in Kempom. That's a good win. 
but you got to do this in conference. That's that's the reality. That's what's going to matter here. And trust me, I'm not one of those guys that lives and dies by the, well, Keats is 4-20 and 20 in his last 24 ACC game. This is a completely different team from those teams. This is a yeah. completely different team from those teams. But you're still owing to a conference this year. So at the end of the day, yes, this is a good win. This is a quality win. Um, yes, the fans should still be showing up and should still be loving on this team because, again, the team is bigger than Keats. But I'm not sold on the fact that he can put together an offensive and defensive game plan that is replicable, that plays to the strength of his players, and that will produce victories in conference for the Pack. That's fair. Well, you know, you saw good things out of Marcel and Turquavion Smith, but also from LJ Thomas had 14 points off the bench. I think it's really just telling about having to utilize other players, which NC State, NC State hasn't you know, traditionally had in recent years in terms of being able to capitalize on multiple guys, you know, really being standouts. But you are right. The consistency has to be there, and it has to be, honestly, from the guy who does the X's and O's and all the things. So I think we can give it time, though. There's no, there's no need to panic, right? I'm going to tell you this. There is no need to – first of all, panic, it never does any good, right? Even if you're in the worst moment, in the worst way of your life, panicking is not going – you need to keep your your head, keep your composure, and figure it out. But with that being said, I want to talk about Casey Morsell for a sec. Casey Mm -hmm. Morsell for a second. He is playing the best basketball of his career. And that's – it's not even – it's not even close. It's not even a thing that I'm looking at like, huh, is he playing well or – What's going on there? No, 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 no. What we're seeing out of him in terms of hitting the three, in terms of defending at a high level, in terms of all the things that he already bought, but combining that with consistency from deep, I think that he's the key to whether or not this team turns into a tournament team. I I believe, I hope and believe that Terquavian Smith will take care of the ball a little better. I hope and believe that Jarkel Joyner will continue uh, what he's already been doing. But I think Casey Morsell is the key in terms of getting this Wolfpack team over the hump. No doubt about it. Let's move on to our next game here. The Citadel took on North Carolina in Chapel Hill, where the Heels were able to pick up a 100 to 67 victory. And I sit here and say to you, all right, all of those people who saw that four game lose streak and just felt like, oh, this is not the team of old. We're not going back to Houston. Panic, panic, panic. Maybe take a beat. And I am applauding talking about coaching systems. Hubert Davis figuring out that you're going to have to play more than five guys maybe even six. You're going to have to play more than six guys if you want to maintain the health of your starters and longevity throughout the season, especially come tournament time. A hundred percent. I think it's a fool's errand to think that you're going to go through the ACC uh, running the same five to six guys every, every single day. And your starter got a broke ankle. Dang near. He's going to play the rest of the season hurt. And I'm talking about Armando Baycott who put up another Great record, 62, what is it, double, triple, double, double figure. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most in program history. And I'm just sitting here saying to myself, that's great. Now, can he do that in March with one bad leg? I don't know, but I'm hoping, you know, that at least with this rotation and giving him opportunities, it's going to go that way. You know, the the thing about this team is, again, they're – there will always be overreactions one way or the other based yeah. on, in, in the words of Andre 3000, you're only funky as your last cut. And you, you know, are a quoting machine today. Well, I, I mean, I, I got a little bit of knowledge up here from, from what other people said. And, and 
a lot of people like to overreact. This is the popcorn society that we live in to where you lose a few games in a row, you're the worst team in the world. Then you win one, and all of a sudden you're back. You know what I mean? Every year we got to hear Texas is back. Miami is back. Every year we got to hear that in football. And right now we're hearing that for teams that struggled early, that are getting themselves a good win or two um, against some some lesser competition until we we see what they actually are playing some real competition in conference. So I, I look at this uh, North Carolina team and I see them as a team that Hubert Davis has to figure something out because that, that short rotation with uh, what's going on with Baycott and his injury situation, you're right. How will that leg hold up through January, through February, through April? There's a lot of basketball left to be played. A 100%. lot of basketball left. A hundred percent. A big standout player that coming off the bench, Tyler Nickel. I call him the Brady Manic with tattoos. My boy was balling. He has 16 points on the day. Okay. I even saw my boy Justin McCoy make a three. I said, wait a minute. Who is this team? But my biggest star is Dontre Styles, who finally got some good run. Nine points, nice explosive dunk. And I'm just saying, hey, my, my guy, I know the men are saying what you think it is. I haven't been what they're supposed to be, but stick around, please. I'm begging. No. No, this is this is 2022. If you ain't playing like you need to go play, go get in that portal. Go 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 to where you're gonna get some playing time, big dog. Go go where you need it, not where y'all. Oh Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Okay, well, either way it goes, North Carolina got the hundred. And shout out to the Biscuit Boys. And if anyone doesn't know, North Carolina basketball games, if they score 100 points, Bojangles gives you free biscuits, and the blue steel like they like to call them basically the second line third line really what, what, what would you call the walk-ons okay yeah the walk-on the walk-ons when they come in and help secure the winning game the winning goal it crowd goes crazy all the things so shout out to them because those are the kind of memories that are going to carry you into the water cooler when you go you know what i'm talking about where you're like hey buddy you know my nine to five when they, i was just about to say those guys are all need to update their linkedins at the end of the season so <laughs> I mean, the, the reality is, you know, this is this is a great memory. That's a great memory for anybody, right? Absolutely. Hearing X amount of thousands of fans cheering you on because you did a great thing. You know, it doesn't matter the context. It just matters that you have that memory forever. A thousand percent. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection for various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of the 50% off site-wide plus Use code LOCKED on at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to get the gift that's simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air-bone, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing that you're ordering from the very best. Again, go to omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Rock and roll with Kenzie Gibbs here of Locked On Wolfpack Podcast going over Wednesday night's game, Tuesday night's games, rather, of ACC men's hoops. You have Boston College take on Stonehill and was able to pull off a victory of a team that, you know, ideally you're supposed to win. And as much as I talked about NC State beating Furman and you, you know, educated me that that was an upset to me, I appreciate games that are, you listen, you go in, you fight hard, you do what you're supposed to do. And that's what Boston College did. We don't have to have the whole like, oh, another yet another upset from a random team and blah, 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 blah. Boston College is actually getting it done. And listen, at the end of the day, when you're worse, worser, come on, when your teams that are not doing as well 
perform better, it is always good and elevates your conference. Absolutely. This was a game that, I mean, look around the country, right? The Pac-12 went down there to the SWAC and got whacked <laughs> on out of there. They they talk about Dion, who ain't SWAC. If he ain't SWAC, those basketball teams, Grambling, Texas Southern, all them, whooping on teams, they are SWAC, baby. But with that being said, um, beating the quote-unquote lesser teams in the world, that's what you that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Boston College did a great job of it. And again, these Boston College coaches, I don't know what they putting in. The, they they putting something in that media Kool-Aid because they, they got the media believing in them. Now, let's see if they can keep it rolling with these wins. I, we saw what happened with Halfley this season. Pulled off a huge upset in Raleigh. But it, other than that, very disappointing season. Let's see what the ba- Boston College basketball can do this year. I mean, they're currently 6-6. Six and six. Jaden Zachary had 16 points on the day. C.J. Pinha Jr. had 15 points. And I just think that ultimately – what I felt like Boston College could be going into the season, I had high hopes. I felt like Coach Grant was definitely giving, you know, run through a brick wall vibes. But Boston College coaches tend to do that. So, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not panicking on Boston College just yet. But, like I said, keep winning the games that you're supposed to win. And as they get ready to face off against a really good Virginia Tech team, can they make it competitive? Can it? Can Virginia Tech – But Virginia, I don't know who needs it worse. Virginia Tech doesn't need a bad loss, but Boston College definitely needs a good win. What are your thoughts? I mean, for sure, for sure. But I don't think they have the horses in the stable to beat Virginia Tech. With all due respect, I, Virginia I Tech really like that. Yes, Virginia Tech is a, a very good. There, I'll say this about Virginia Tech: mm-hmm. they're a team that has some experience. They're a team that has played together, played good ball together. With that being said, they have gone out and proven it night in, night out this year. Right? Like you can't look at this team and say oh, man, this game was a a terrible letdown. That game was a terrible letdown other than their game against Charleston. Other than that, they've got a win over UNC. They've they've beaten everybody in front of them by a good amount before UNC. So, I mean, this is is a team that I think that they're legit. I think they're for real. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Again, it's still early in the season. Conference play is just getting started. But we'll see whether or not this team is for real. I just think – that's a, a good experience team that has played a lot of ball together. They are last time I checked, they're defending ACC champs. Am I? Am yeah. I but, I? but I also think that that was a big, you know, ACC championship is starting to me like a crapshoot, kind of like NCAA tournament. Like you just never know. You can catch anybody on a bad night in the tournament. That's fair, but they seem to catch a lot of teams <laughs> on bad nights back to back to back to back. Now, at some point, they may not just be catching these teams on bad nights. They just may be a good team. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I think that this is a uh, I think that this is a Virginia Tech men's basketball team that it, they the, the folks in Blacksburg need something. They need something right now because this they sacrificed a good basketball team for a bad football team. Same way Florida State, what we're just about to talk about here, sacrifice a good basketball team for their football team. Yes, the, the inverse would be true, but yes, yes, they sacrificed a good football team, and they the basketball team is now here. Yeah, that's what I said. You, you said the opposite. You said they sacrificed said Florida State. Yeah, Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, Florida State did do the opposite. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hold your L right there. Let's talk about Florida State who beats South Carolina Upstate last night, 80-63. to Another good win for this program after coming off that Louisville win, and things are going in the right direction. Okay, Florida State finally figuring out playing with five guys, but hey, you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. I see more people in clothes than I do in uniform, but that's okay. You're going to take them W's however you can get them. What is Leonard Hamilton doing to those players in practice? (laughs) 
I have never seen a basketball team this broke up, shook up, discombobulated this early in the season. And mind you, this is the second year in a row where he's had injuries decimate that team from top to bottom. Like, I understand that that Lynn Hamilton is known as a, a no-nonsense guy, and he says he doesn't like to let grass grow under his feet. I get that. <laughs> but maybe maybe your players need to sit out a little bit more. Maybe they need to take a little breather here and there more. Because this is a you know, Florida State with all these injuries is, is so unfortunate. But, hey, they got the win last night. That's what you – again, like you said, beating teams that you're supposed to beat ain't always the easiest thing. And so Florida that. State doing so um, in this game, good on them, good on Coach Ham. Let's see how they can uh, get this thing going and going forward, and let's see if they can get some players back out of those street clothes into a uniform and see what happens. Yeah, see, I don't even know. Sometimes you just have a bad case of people getting injured, right? Is that that feels like it's more of the issue than it is necessarily Coach Hamilton? But see, and here's the thing about that Mm -hmm. I can excuse an injury bug one time, or even even over a coach's full tenure, sure, the injury bug may pop up multiple different times and multiple points. Back to back. Things that make you go, hmm, hmm. <laughs> what's 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 going on over there? What are yeah. you doing over there? Are the players not getting their rest? Are they not, you know, are they are they not doing their recovery properly? Are they not getting their sleep? What's going on that's yeah. causing these boys to be, you know, shook up and broke down every single year? It's 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 starting to become a point of of contention and question for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that ultimately, you know hopefully ham and the boys can get somebody healthy and that is a scary sight if they do figure out and get healthy and they're able to come back a lot of these guys don't all have you know season ending injuries that's when you say to yourself all right (laughs) when it comes to tournament time catching lightning they're gonna have to figure out very early on early january you know late january how to mesh and gel together and then maybe make a good run that could they can surprise some folks well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. If you're in that locker room right now, you are not talking about the tournament. That is the last thing you're talking Let's win tomorrow. Let's win tomorrow. Let's win the day after that in practice. Let's win the shoot-around before the game. Let's go ahead and win that. Because this team right now, you know, they're they're in a, a – Very day-to-day. Place. Very day-to-day. Exactly. Very day-to-day. Very, you know, much like half the players on their roster, they're day-to-day. They got to figure out what's going on from one day to the next. Let's talk about some of these upcoming games here tonight. But first, Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and even the World Cup. Shout out to our homie Messi for holding it down for Argentina. Okay, period. We've got it all there at BetOnline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device because Bet Online is where the game starts. It, who else is in the finals besides uh, Argentina? Or do they play today? Baby, I'm American football. <laughs> American football. You what does I mean? that mean? Big, big on don't watch. Uh, I don't watch too much soccer. I'm you just don't, you know. Oh, you're I, not a messy guy? I'm not a, I'm not a soccer guy. I'm not, not a soccer, soccer guy? I'm not a soccer guy at all. It's, yeah. I tell people the same thing about soccer that I do about dogs. If you see me engaging with it meaningfully, I am very in love where I have children. That is that are into it. That's the only ways. That's Your children are definitely going to be playing soccer just because you say all this, and, and they're probably going to get a, they're probably going to get a non allergenic non allergenic puppy. 
And listen, if that if that's what they want to do, and they're willing to take care of it, because I'm I'm gonna tell them straight up and down if that if if this little one goes in our house two times, y'all got two. One is an accident. If it happens twice, it's a pattern. That that baby's got to go. So, you know, y'all better be cleaning up right behind it if it does go. Kenton Gibbs, a lot of Wolfpack ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about ACC men's hoops. We got some good action happening tonight. Appalachian State, 6 and 14, taking on Wake Forest, who is looking to come back after that head scratching loss against LSU. They'll go down on ACC Network at 7 p.m. tonight. And I just think that Forbes and the boys got to get back on schedule. This is a game that they're supposed to win. They should win. And hopefully they do it in, um, what's it called? Very commanding fashion. I agree. I agree. This is this is a game that they should win uh, going away here. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, this this Wake Forest team and who's the I, I keep forgetting this player's name and I shouldn't. The the redhead, uh, <laughs> very passionate, very, <laughs> very, very fiery. He's a guard. Help me out. Oh, Help my gosh. Out. Now that you say that, I can't call his name. Now that you just said that. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hold Keep going. Keep talking. Okay. Well, long story short, this is this is a team that, you know, when you see them, you get kind of confused sometimes because you ask yourself, wait, are they good again? Like, should they be? Because last year, we all know that they got snubbed for the tournament. Came That's in Hildreth. Probably. Came in Hildreth. Yes. Hildreth and company, uh, they're a team that you're you're looking at and you're saying to yourself, you know, what what's going on here? Because, again, they, they show those moments. They show those flashes where you're like, Oh, these, these, this is a serious bunch. These ain't no jokers. And then all of a sudden you get that one or two. I want games. to believe in you. <laughs> exactly. You you get that game where you're saying, wait, what? What is happening here? So, you know, I I am excited to see what they can do tonight. I hope that they win this game going away. But I mean, if not, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for uh Applebee and company to live this one down. A thousand percent. And they have big games slated when they face off against Rutgers, but more importantly, Duke and Virginia Tech over the next coming weeks. So it's going to be essential for them to pick up this dub while they can get it. Now, switching gears to Louisville and Western Kentucky. And you sit there and say to yourself, all right, Western Kentucky should be a dub, blah, blah, blah. However, this is an eight and one Western Kentucky team. And this is a still winless Louisville team. We're still looking for our first dub here in Louisville, Kentucky. So I brought up Ken Palm earlier. Did no. you know that? Let's let's go back to Ken Palm for a second here. Did you know <laughs> that Western Kentucky, according to the Ken Palm rankings, is the luckiest team in America? Why do you say luckiest? Uh, they, there's a luck factor on on Ken Palm. There's a luck factor. That's an actual ranking that they have. Okay. And of all the teams in terms of luck factor, they're the third luckiest team in America. Hmm. Um, having a oh and eleven Louisville team walk in. Well, what makes you lucky? What? Is, come on, Ken. Tell me, help me out. Well, what the, makes you the, lucky? the luck factor is basically. Uh, well, actually, I'm not gonna lie and say I know how that's derived. I'm not gonna lie and tell you I know how that's derived. <laughs> Let me stop myself there before I tell you. <laughs> before you go down that rabbit hole, I was. I, I was. Not, I just thought to myself, wait, I don't know where that came from. Stop it. Anyway, I don't know how the luck factor is derived, but according to Kim Palm. Uh, Western Kentucky is the third luckiest team in the nation. Um, Does that mean like baskets go in, swings their way, and like helps them out a little bit? Like I, I have no clue. I have no clue how that works <laughs> out. But what I do know is, according to Ken Palm, they're the third luckiest team in America. And mm-hmm. uh, having an O and eleven team coming to your coming to your career, uh, ACC team, nonetheless. Nine. First of all, don't give them more L's than they are. Just, I'm sorry. O and nine team coming to your career. That works out. 
That works out. It checks out. Checks out that you're lucky. Well, we talk about not panicking. This could end up being a very good win for Louisville. Just saying. Yeah, it could. It absolutely could. I'll tell you what. This Louisville team, they are, you know, the when I played at Cast Tech, Coach Thomas Wilcher always used to say, um, this is sometimes it's just not your night. Sometimes everything that can go wrong will go wrong. But that's just that night. It shouldn't turn into this Friday to next Friday to the Friday after. That's what's happening with Louisville right now. Come on, it, Friday after next. They're finding so listen. More Fridays than they done pitched to us on Twitter. This is a a situation where it just keeps not being their night. They keep finding new ways to lose. So at some point in time, they've they've got to, got to, got to ride the ship. Hopefully this is the night that Western Kentucky's luck runs out, but I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening either. It's going to be a long road for our boys in red and black. But, hey, they might have sacrificed their program in order to have a pretty decent Louisville team with Brom coming home. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. They wanted, they didn't want to be the fighting Satterfields no more. So they're like, hey, do away with this basketball team. Give us Brom back and we'll be happy people. Well, I mean, it seemed like they gave away both of their basketball teams <laughs> because the women are sticking it up too. Yeah, I mean, Lord Jesus. But with that being said, <clears throat> with that being said, wow. um, okay. this is, I, I wouldn't take that trade if I was them. I'm sorry. I don't I don't like Brom that much. Nah, I think he's all right, but I don't like him that much. But anyway, the, no. the fact of the matter is, is very simple here. Again, this is a Louisville team desperate for a win. Yeah. Desperate for a win. If you want, I'm not going to say any chance at a good season because I think that that's going out the window. I think packing the mail is going. But that, excuse me. But with that being said, I think if you want a chance at having a season that's not flatly one of the most laughable things in America, you need to come up with a win at some point in time in terms yeah. of sports. You need to Period. come up with a win at some point in time. Period. All right, we're going to go through women's basketball tomorrow so you can give more of those Louisville digs that you seem to enjoy. But if you want to listen to any more of us, make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from wherever you listen to podcasts, part of that Locked On Podcast Network. And you can also listen to us on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel, see our lovely faces, and talk to us in the comments. Because if you talk to us, we talk back. We love to respond to a lot of our faithful friends and listeners there. So make sure you do all of those things. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Until next time.